0: Pod,
1: a youth podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Youth Pod, a youth Camry podcast. I'm your host Anna Arietta, and today we are continuing our discussion around saving our energy. In this episode, we will be discussing the importance of trying to keep energy and electricity bills low, tips and tricks to reduce costs in your home, managing your bills when living with others, and where to find more support and information. Our guest today is Shannon Lee. Hi, Shannon. Hello. Thank you for having me. No, you're welcome. Thank you very much for coming on. Um, Shannon is the president of the Student Union at the University of South Wales. She works with a team of full-time officers representing and supporting around 23,000 students. So it's a pleasure to have you on our podcast, Shannon, sharing some tips and valuable information with us. How has your experience been this year working as the president of the Students Union um, throughout a pandemic?
0: Well, it's definitely been challenging, um, to say the least. And it's definitely not the job I anticipated going into when I applied for the elections back in February. Um, but all of that said, it has been a massive learning curve and it's given me the opportunity to develop skills that I didn't even know I needed um, and it's been really great to see the resilience um, and the determination of the students um, and I actually think there have been some things that have come out of this pandemic um, that have really enhanced the student experience um, and will probably be carried forward way beyond the pandemic so every cloud.
1: (laughs) In the previous episode of saving our energy, we talked a bit about how we're using more energy and electricity day to day uh, since the start of lockdown in 2020. So really, we want to look at how we can reduce that. Now, I know my perspective on this. um, But Shannon, what would you say are the main reasons for cutting down our energy usage in the home?
0: Um, Well, I'd say finances are often in the top five of people's major concerns and worries, um, which I completely understand. Um, And as you said, this year, we've been using more um, and it has made things a bit more difficult. Um, So I think it's really important to find simple ways um, to keep your living costs low. Um, There are many easy ways to save money regarding your living costs. Alongside saving the money, um, there are also huge environmental benefits to reducing your living costs. A reduction in living costs often correlates with a reduction in the use of energy, so gas, electricity, water, um, all of which can have serious negative implications on the environment. So you've probably seen all over the news and social media that we are in desperate need to make drastic changes in order to protect and preserve our planets. So by not only saving yourself money, you are also saving the planet without even leaving your home.
1: Yeah, amazing. And I completely agree with you there. I think the numbers of people who are living in fuel poverty actually increase every year. In the UK, due to the energy from fossil fuels becoming so expensive, obviously, but they are um, becoming rarer, harder to get. So that makes them more expensive. So we are finding a lot more people are, you know, finding it very difficult to heat their homes. They can't afford their bills. Yeah,
0: definitely. I think it's actually quite shocking um, and something that people often forget about um, or assume that it's a choice or something that only affects um, a select group of people. Um, when actually it's far more common um, than people would think, unfortunately. So I think it's really important to educate yourself on um, fuel poverty um, and also just recognise that it's not um, an individual thing that only affects a minority of people. Um, It's actually quite a large impact.
1: Yeah, you can definitely um, keep up to date with all of those things as well and make sure that you are aware of what's going on, keeping up to date with um, UK government strategies because it is a reserved issue as well as a devolved issue in Wales. So looking at policies um, that the Welsh government are putting out there and, and seeing how they are changing. So um, what can we do then, let's get to the nitty gritty, what can we do day to day in our homes um, to decrease
0: our energy consumption? So I've compiled some of my favorite tips and tricks um, to reduce energy costs at home, which I think are quite simple, um, easy, and tips and tricks that perhaps you won't even recognize or notice the difference, but are having huge saving costs and environmental benefits. So the first one might sound pretty obvious, um, but turning down your thermostat can make a huge difference in cost. Um, It is important to have your heating on during the colder months um, to reduce um, mould, et cetera, in your house. But having it on a slightly lower temperature can actually reduce your annual bills by around 10%, which is a pretty big saving.
1: Wow, yeah. Even Um, just doing it by one one degree,
0: isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. And so if you kind of if you take a second to think if you could be wearing more layers instead of turning the heating up, you could keep yourself warm and also your bills low. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, my favorite like little trick with that is to put a hot water bottle in my bed an hour before I'm planning on going to sleep um and it means I can turn the heating down a little bit but when I get into bed it is super toasty and all the heat is trapped under the duvet that is such a good idea I hate when you get into bed and it's like
1: freezing cold and you're like trying you're like in your little bed trying to warm (laughs) up yeah that's it I'm going to be using that one from now on definitely
0: yeah no I think my mum taught me that one and Mm -hmm. it's just stuck with me (laughs) um so one of the other things is meter readings Um, which I'll put my hands up I didn't even know about before moving into my first um, rented house in my second year of uni. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Um, So for anyone that doesn't know, meter readings are used to record how much gas and electricity you are using. Um, And a lot of energy companies, you can submit your meter readings. And by submitting these, they can only charge you for the amount that you use instead of the kind of guesstimated amount um, that they think you're going to use um so it's a great way to monitor your usage um but also ensure that you're not paying over what you're actually using which is really yeah good.
1: so i found that you know they do do those estimated readings loads and they do them more now obviously because of the pandemic they can't come and do a reading in yeah. your house anymore um so you know loads of companies actually do you know just Take advantage, they take advantage of the fact that they're taking those estimated readings, um so even if you don't have a chance to kind of input the numbers um it's important to you know look at your meter readings, take photos, and date them as well because if you yeah. do want to get go against one of those estimated bills, you then have evidence
0: um of you know your usage no definitely, and I think. Um, young people are particularly vulnerable to that from um, energy companies because they assume that you won't know how to do a meter reading or what you're looking mm-hmm. out for. So it's really important to educate yourself so that you're not being ripped off by by any of the energy companies. So this one might sound a bit odd, and I was a bit confused at first. But if you're living in a shared house or living in a house with your family, then using a dishwasher actually uses less energy than washing up. Um, but there are obviously kind of restrictions within that so you have to ensure that the dishwasher is full each cycle um for it to be effective um otherwise it can be counterproductive um and also massive benefit you don't have to do your dishes by hand so mm. oh my god <laughs> the worst chore
1: is doing exactly. your dishes by hand it is the worst um yeah the same as that you know with washing machines the same same idea so you know um put, making sure you've got a full load in because otherwise yeah. if you're just washing little things bit by bit you know that's going to you know, have a massive impact on the amount of energy you're consuming, how much you're spending as well.
0: Yeah, definitely. And kind of following on from that, if you actually reduce the temperature on your washing machine, it can save you money as well. So similar to what we mentioned earlier about turning your thermostat down, Mm -hmm. turning the temperature down on your wash can also save money. Um, And a lot of kind of laundry detergents nowadays, um, they'll have like a little phrase that will say like effective even on a cold wash. So you don't need to worry about the effect that that's going to have on your clothes. Um, and then, yeah, as you said, make sure you've got enough laundry for full loads because half loads waste massive amounts of energy and money. Um, and I found that if you're living with other people, why not see if they have some items to chuck in? If you're yeah. desperate to do a wash, but you, you've only got a couple of items, just go around the house, see if there's anything else that you can chuck in. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's much more energy efficient and also... Environmentally friendly. And then you make your flatmates happy too. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, and obviously, kind of following on from that, um, I know some houses do have tumble dryers and some don't. Um, but even if you do have one, buying one of those um, freestanding errors and placing it in a well ventilated spot is so much cheaper and much more environmentally friendly.
1: Yeah, like you say, making sure if you've got a, an indoor rack for your clothes then making sure that you know the windows open and so that that excessive moisture can kind of leave the house because you will cause condensation otherwise but yeah tumble dryers so expensive so expensive yeah um, so yeah best best solution is drying you know clothes indoors in a well well ventilated spot or you know even better if you can dry them outside
0: yeah definitely um so one of the other tricks which i've actually been using non-stop uh, through these colder months is to keep your oven door open once you've used it. It sounds really obvious, um, but it can actually warm up a room um, without any additional cost because you'd already be using it to cook your food um, and all the heat inside otherwise just gets trapped in there. Um, so by just opening your door, it lets all that heat fill up your room. Um, and also just a little cheeky hint, if you bake something like cookies and you open the door, it makes the house smell amazing. Mm. So. And any excuse to make cookies really
1: <laughs> yeah no um, I've been using that one a lot this this winter um, it's such an easy you know such an easy solution to making
0: your yeah. house warm so another thing is water bills um, can amount to a large sum of money um, and if you have a house that has both a shower and a bath try where possible to switch to showers Um they're much more energy efficient use a lot less water And I actually find them easier and quicker anyway. Mm -hmm. Um, And you can also buy energy um, efficient shower heads, um, which you can just easily switch in and out of um, what's mounted on your wall. Um, And again, these reduce costs by using less water than a normal shower head, but without um, reducing the effectiveness of your shower. And the final one, which is super easy, but I'm guilty for it. And I think a lot of us are, is just switch off your lights if you're not in the room. It's so easy Mm -hmm. Um, and it has no impact on you and you can save money on your electricity bills. Um, And so I think it's a really easy one, one that we probably all neglect, but I'm trying to make a conscious effort where when I leave a room, I make sure I turn all the lights off. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, and similar to that, you know, turning off plugs and standby and all of that kind of stuff as well. I'm super guilty for it too. You're not on your own there. (laughs) Um, But yeah, no, you know, it does make a massive difference. So we've just got to try and, um, you know, think about these things. So yeah, those are some great and easy tips that we can use really every day in the home. Um, Nothing too complicated there at all. Um, I think we'd be surprised how much energy and money we can actually save just by making those kind of things a habit.
0: Yeah, definitely. And um, don't get me wrong, it doesn't just happen overnight, it will take a bit of time for them to become kind of automatic habits. Um, but when they become a normal part of your life, you will see massive benefits both financially, and also environmentally, which is really, really important.
1: So I know you wanted to talk a bit about how to manage keeping our bills low when we're living with others. Um, have you had experience living with others and sharing bills? I can imagine those conversations can be really difficult sometimes.
0: Yeah, so I lived in house shares throughout university and also after graduating. Um, And it has some great benefits in that bills are cheaper when split between more people, which is obviously great, Um, but it can also bring some challenges as well, um, which unfortunately I have experienced. So I I know how awkward the conversations can be, but they are necessary. Um, And I found that the biggest challenge I had was um, people using significantly different amounts of energy um, but everyone being expected to pay the same. In the pandemic, for example, you may
1: have one person working from home, you may have one person going out to work. So one person that's working from home is using all the energy throughout the day. Um, and then if they're paying the equal amounts, that does that really, you know, is that fair? So yeah, it's definitely important to have those conversations.
0: Yeah, it is. And I think when you move into a shared house, um, you've got to understand people are coming from different backgrounds, different upbringings. And so people will have different expectations. Um, and it can be quite challenging to ensure everyone is kind of paying their equal share. Um, but I think it's really important that everyone is considerate and is following the same kind of guidance for trying to reduce costs. So, as you mentioned, people working from home, they can't help that, especially not in the current situation. But if they can take the steps um, that we mentioned above to try and reduce energy costs whilst working at home, then I think that can make a massive difference, not only financially, but also it just shows respect and shows that they, they are understanding and willing to, to try and reduce the costs. Um, one like example I had was I went out to work um, in my last house share and I had a housemate who stayed at home majority of the time and they would always be on their like Xbox and using um energy that way. Um, and our bills were were going up quite a lot, but we were all still paying the same amount. Um, and so it took a while for me to build up the courage, but eventually I just kind of sat everyone down and said, could we have a evaluation of how we're using the um electricity and how much we pay. And it was a tiny bit awkward at first, but everyone understood um, and recognized that we are different people. We have different needs. um, And it's important to reflect that in how we split the bills as well.
1: Yeah. And where that starts is just making people aware of how kind of bills happen and you know how we use energy and what costs us money as well because you may you know start living with some people that aren't really aware of it and they just you know take it for granted and you know they're just used to kind of using it um, and not having to pay for it or not knowing how much different things are costing so I think the start of that conversation is kind of making other people aware of what that is and doing your research and having to look into you know all of that
0: yeah definitely because it is a massive learning curve when you move into a shared house for the first time Mm -hmm. Um, there are a lot of things that I definitely took for granted when living with my parents um, which I quickly when the bills started coming in realized how much they actually cost Mm -hmm. so how about if you do go to
1: your housemate you build up the courage you start to have that conversation and there is a bit of conflict how do you manage that
0: Um, So one of the things I found is quite good for managing that kind of conflict or awkwardness is um, installing a smart meter. Um, They're becoming really popular um, and a lot of energy companies are encouraging um, their um, people to to install them. Um, And basically they monitor um, the cost in your house in a really clear way. It kind of explicitly shows you how much money you've spent each day. Um, And it's quite useful for if you need to monitor when the cost goes up. Um, So, for example, if in the morning I'm having my breakfast and the smart meter says we've used 20p, I go out to work all day and then I come back and suddenly we're on five pounds. Mm -hmm. Then it's quite evident to me that whoever's been in the house during the day has used an excessive amount. And it's just kind of, I don't know, it takes away that pressure on you to be the one um, kind of raising the issue in a way. Um, Because you can say, well, I've got the evidence here, so maybe we could have discussions about how we split the bills or how we can reduce these costs. Yeah, definitely. That's a really, really good idea. So
1: you have shared some really amazing advice today. I'm sure young people who are listening will find all of this really, really useful. Um, you know, if if they are living alone at the moment, living in shared accommodation or planning to move out at some point, um, it can still help. So I want to remind the listeners that you can learn more about the Save Your Energy project by visiting our website, which is youthcumery.org.uk. Um, But before we go, Shannon, if young people are struggling with their bills and they want some more information, where can they go to for support?
0: Um, So one of the resources I found to be really useful was Save the Student. Um, They've got so many resources on how to reduce your living costs. Um, how to handle living in shared accommodation. Um, But they also have a lot more information just on moving out and living on your own. And if that's something you're either doing or planning on doing, then it's worth just having a check beforehand. If you're a student, you could also contact your students union or your university for advice and information. Um, They have student interests at the heart of everything that they do. And they often produce different resources on how to reduce your bills and kind of be more energy efficient. Um, And the other one, which might sound really obvious, is just talk to your friends, your parents, guardians, relatives, um, to see what they do. Especially if you have got um, older friends and family or relatives, they've probably been in your situation. They've been around a lot longer and they've probably picked up some tips and tricks that have helped them save money and energy over the years. Um, so it's a great way to just open up the discussion and you probably learn something new. Definitely reach out for support with, um, from those
1: people around you. Um, you know, I always go to my mum and ask her these kind of questions. Um, and I think it's really important to do so. Thank you so much, Shannon, for being here and sharing your wisdom with us. And thank you for the work you do as well. Um, Do you have any social media handles that we can follow you on and get updated on your work?
0: Yeah, it's been a pleasure. So thank you so much for having me. Um, Our SU has social media channels on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram, all of which can be found by searching USWSU. Um, We post a lot of information on there that we feel is relevant to our students. That can often be applied to anyone um, so we share kind of mental health resources well-being sustainability um, anything that we feel students will benefit from gets posted on those channels
1: amazing that brings a close to our save your energy series thank you so much to our guests george Yian, and shannon and thank you to all of the listeners thanks very much for being here and we will see you next time Bye. If you enjoyed the podcast and you're watching on YouTube, then please like, subscribe and leave us a comment. If you're listening via Apple Podcasts, then leave us a review with some feedback. We would love to hear what you guys think. Make sure to follow our YouthPod channels to keep updated on new episodes. Thanks for tuning in. See you next time.